Okay. Well, welcome back to uh, Everyday in Unidia. It's been uh, it's been a bit more than three years since we last tickled your ears with our dulcet tones. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, Lee, and uh, with me is the irrepressible, peripatetic, raconteur, and gobshite, Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello. You forgot Om de Monde, but... Om de Monde. I'll yes. let you off on that. Uh, <laughs> hello. How are you? Uh, well, you joined me from uh, my... Uh, sanitized pod uh, just below the stratosphere uh moving across the planet at 100 miles an hour uh hiding away from the deadly virus that is taking out the population below have you got enough uh, hand sanitizer and toilet paper uh yes to one of those but i'm not gonna say which how have you uh how have you found the last three months or so uh, in lockdown. Uh, well, the thing is, is that so for like as a lifelong hypochondriac, this is just a kind of um, stream version of my daily life, anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> this has kind of been thirty-five years for me. Um, and uh, yeah, well, wait. So really, you, you you've been preparing. Yeah, this is, for, yeah, I meant This has yeah. sort of been happening every day for me, anyway. And yeah, welcome to my world. Is all I say to everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy. But yeah, you know, seriously. <laughs> um, you know, so uh yeah, I mean so it's three years ago. We took a three year hiatus, mm. hiatus hernia. Mm. Um <laughs> and uh, the kind of hernia that I don't have. <laughs> I've had the other one. Yeah, no, I was, yeah, uh, <laughs> was gonna say I'm definitely sure you've yeah. had a hernia before. So we should yeah, well basically we should think when we stopped recording these um because of you know that thing that happened with uh you know what no uh, <laughs> um we sort of recorded did we think that the what like things could get even worse in the sense they have because that trump was sort of new he actually just entered yeah. office because it's january yeah. 2017 20, yeah. yeah so everything has got worse of each year passing so it really does make sense to to call this uh, discussion every day in Unity yeah. because it has progressively got worse uh, over the past three years. Um, which I mean, twenty twenty has been spectacularly bad. Um, so uh, it's hard to think of what the worst thing has been this year. I mean, obviously, uh... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, what what has been the worst thing this year? I mean, what's been the worst thing this year? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Well, yeah, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> probably. But well, the thing is, the pandemic. No one I know is dead. Yeah, it's done away. Yeah, who cares? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I th- well, the thing about the everything's happening with you know, you know what we shall not say its name. Um, is how like uh background noise it's become, which is the kind of thing that's mm. becoming creepy. So in this country. You've literally like every day you've got about hundred to two hundred people dying, yeah. And that's just like you can't really take those numbers in after a while; they don't yeah. mean anything. So it's like when you see reportage from war zones or from somewhere where there's a famine and things. It's just like, well, I can't think about each individual, yeah, you know, hundreds, thousands, dozens, whatever, and what that means. To those it just because I think people becoming numb to it, ergo. I'll go to Primark mm. when it opens, you know, um, because, you know, but, 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 you know, this is always happening anyway, to some extent. So, I mean, I did see it the other day where I was like, okay, so there's 8 million people on the planet out of 7 billion. 
and 500,000 people I think have died yeah, something or, like that, yeah. yeah which which in a sense I mean I'm not trying to underplay it but in a sense is fuck all mm. which which is a bit weird to think and look at it in that way yeah. uh yeah, I mean, you know, but I, I probably shouldn't talk about this in a serious sense while I'm drinking, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might say something, you know, uncool. Okay, well, but... let, let's 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 look at the year. So we're halfway through the year. Bit... A year in review. A year in review. Okay, what happened in? Yeah. So okay, the Tories came into power in December. Yeah, they stayed in fact. Yeah, they sort of you know. Well, okay, like, okay, Johnson came into power came in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um... Well, we could do January. a three-year three in review, unless... Oh, oh. No, I don't, don't want to do three years in review. I can't remember what's happened in the last yeah, what happened three in 2019? Years. I can't remember. 2018? Um, okay, so... You, okay, so... But, I mean, that's the thing. So, like, you know, you're hearing about, like, there's a new virus out in China. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody's really paying any attention. Miles away. You have, you have the uh, stokings of a... Uh, um, price war in 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 the oil industry um which you know i mean totally forgot about the fact that you know oil basically bottomed out for a little while and you know it cost you had oil companies having to pay to to have other people store their oil um and i mean that's just sort of nobody really cared i mean that was about march that was happening but i mean the rumbling started early in the year i don't think anything happened in february well, the big thing that happened in in March was that I got what was probably COVID. <laughs> of course, that, you that, did. That was the big. I think I told you this, um, and uh, at the time, and yeah, it's very weird, very weird illness. I mean, I can't, I'm not positive that was the case, uh, yeah. but because of the symptoms and just the fact that it had this thing of coming and going, coming and going for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. And it felt like nothing I'd ever had before. So like it did feel like, wow, I've got something in my body that like it doesn't feel like anything else I've ever had. No. Have you had a test? There's a joke in there somewhere. Um no. So uh so that's the thing. So who knows? It could have been I mean it's yeah, it's March in the UK, all kinds of shit's going around. Yeah. But you know, that kind of thing where you don't have a runny nose, <laughs> but you have a fever and a cough. And you have weird feeling in your chest and stuff um, and chills that like suddenly just kick in like four weeks later when you thought you were better for a week or two. Just like very strange stuff like that. Wait, well, have not, you been to like, a doctor in the last three months? <laughs> You're like, Pete, <laughs> get off this. Why don't you make the fucking podcast? Go see a doctor. So all the, all, I know, right. So, you know, as everyone knows, so that everyone knows, uh, Lee lives in Sweden, which is probably still somewhat of a functioning society with some, the remnants of a functioning like state apparatus. Whereas I'm in Britain where, you know, all the doctors have been closed for three months. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as a pandemic, close the doctors. <laughs> That's the, that's the first thing you do, and yeah, make sure no doctors see a bloody person for three months. Yeah, but have you? But I mean, have um, you tried to see a doctor? Have you tried to like talk to a doctor on a phone or what? Hang out around their house? Or something? <laughs> I don't know who you oh, hang out with. Do you want to sort of backhanders sort of thing? You know, you want a bit of cash for that? Look at this. Um, no, I have. I have talked to two doctors right. over the over the phone, which is always helpful when you've got like symptoms to talk about. And uh, yeah, one was say said uh, it sounds like that's you know what I've had um and the other one sort of said uh the other the other one was the second one i spoke to like a month later where i still had a symptom related to what i had and he just sort of said oh you have this like nasal steroidal spray 
because that'll, that'll do it. Just, <laughs> just, and then I looked it up online. It said this this spray can uh, limit your immunity. I'm like, yeah, I'll have that during a pandemic. Fucking, <laughs> but um, so I've not been using that. So who knows? But also, that's the thing we don't know much about this virus. So it could be like, you know. So apparently, I read a in like an Indian English language newspaper the other day uh, that seemed reputable. Uh, that there was um, in a Chinese study. It's quite limited. It's only like forty people. The after two months, almost everyone had lost immunity. Yeah. If that's if that is the case, we're in like DEFCON one <laughs> basically until there's a vaccine. That's like the hell scenario. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that would that would be good news. And also, there was something else I was going to say. I can't remember, but yeah. So there could be no immunity, and we're all fucked. But I mean, you know, li- living in the UK now, I think we are all fucked anyway. Because I've read stuff that there's going to be food so- shortages in the winter because of hard Brexit. And if there's a COVID, I mean, we haven't even finished the first wave. So if there's like a third or fourth wave in the winter while everyone's on their first. Oh wait, second, hold on, hold on, hold on. Then... Isn't like Brexit like now the UK is officially not part of the EU? That uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, that, year, but that happened in there's February, one. If we're looking at what happened in each month. Uh... Uh, actually, it happened on the thirty first of January, oh, mate. Fuck uh, off. <laughs> so yeah, so thirty first January, uh, yeah, we left, but we still have this uh, like yeah, the one year transition yeah. period which the EU wants to extend. Yeah. So that yeah, the British economy that's already collapsed doesn't collapse more. Uh, but we want to you know completely fuck ourselves over. You re- uh, really but... like want a Mad Max scenario? Yeah, man. I mean, what what I've come to though to this point, it, there's a bit of a thing of so it's like fool me once, shame on me; fool me twice, shame on you. With this whole thing, where people are like the government's opening everything up because they're like, yeah, fuck it, just get back to normal because the economy. Boris Johnson's been ill, Cummings has been ill, so fuck it, let's get back out there. You know, they're probably not going to get ill again or whatever. And and people are believing the government again. The same people lied to them about everything from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and didn't get the PPE and have lied that like the contact tracing app will be ready in June and it'd be world class. Now they're saying it's winter. So that the same. Yeah, but I mean, there... but like the, the, the contract tracing app is hilarious because they're like, oh, we wanted to do our own app because we didn't trust that. Like what we're doing now is we're using the Google, Apple APIs, but we're, we're improving on them because they're not very good at something. I think like telling distance and something like that. And then it was a fucking article in on online they like the they asked google about this and then google was like yeah they haven't actually spoken to us about this yeah so... it's incredible yeah no and it's amazing they it's so brazen because they mustn't know that that's gonna come out but they know that no one's really gonna pay attention to like one yeah, article in the guardian but no, nobody knows what apple. like apis are anyway unless you're like yeah Sam sure. Petit, but you know there you go um, but like, but that, but that's what I'm saying. So, so there's a bit of it now where I'm like, okay, so people are gonna in a week or so they're gonna reduce this two meter distance yeah. thing, and people are gonna think, oh, that that's correct, right? So, um, and think that's fine. So, I, obviously, if you work in a shop and you you have no your boss is telling you to do certain things, you have no power over that. So, obviously, I have sympathy for the people in that situation. But there's people who are just like, yeah, I'm gonna go shopping because this government has told me it's yeah. safe. If you believe this government, after everything that's happened, yeah, over the last three months, you are quite possibly a fucking moron, or or, or you're willfully ignorant, yeah. or, or and and you know, I'm not gonna say you deserve any sort of shit, but you deserve <laughs> it. But, no, but but uh, but really, I mean, what else? You know, you've seen what's yeah. happened. Um, you did all the fucking. I mean, you know, I, I, yeah, well, I was I, I was I watching Question Time the other day, right? No. 
And James Cleverly, oh, yeah, well, well, it was a mistake to begin with. But James Cleverly came out and was like, oh, you know, we're testing hundreds of thousands of people a day. And I was like, that that doesn't sound right. That, you know, maybe he misspoke. No, he genuinely believed that they're testing enough people to justify, oh, you know, we can open up the economy and people can go outside and blah, blah, blah. They are not testing hundreds yeah. of thousands of people a day. Well, I would say so. So there's been talk of that they each test involved. So let's say one person goes to get tested. When they get swapped, if their tonsils are swabbed and their nose are swabbed, they're double counting that as two tests taken, right? Which is just obviously mental. Uh, but I, be- I would say there are they are probably doing a hundred thousand or so a day. That is probably correct. That's probably true. And now they they've they've done like five or six million, which I think is true. But the problem is that like so you can you can order one at home. I know someone who ordered one at home. They got it. Now you can order like all the tests. It's all like done. That's all fine now. But when you needed it in March, you know, it was shit. So you, you can get a test sent to your home. So you order it on like, you know, Monday, it will get there on Tuesday or Wednesday, you send it back. And then like the next, so by the time the government, like whoever has it, the lab has it, it'll be it's like Thursday, Friday, you get a result after like another, like within 48 hours. So this is like Monday to Saturday, let's say, that is basically the timeline of how long it's going to take to you know, send it off and get the results back. It's like, well, those people stayed indoors no. the whole time. Have they gone out? It's, and you know it but all of it is just insane and it is quite disturbing to think of and it is quite like um it's quite it's one of the few times i've actually felt like scared of living in this country knowing that if i was to be in france even italy we, you know which itself is like a semi-failed state <laughs> on numerous levels germany wherever no no it is though yeah judiciary is like fucked and sort of corrupt uh, the you know parliamentary systems mental all that sort of stuff the political parties are just fuck I mean um yeah uh, yeah mafioso stuff and that kind of thing but yeah and you just sort of think wow being here like if I'm here this winter that's going to be quite disturbed worrying yeah. compared to if I was in Germany and it and British people are getting a very quick lesson <laughs> in what it's probably been like to be in a place that was once controlled by Britain yeah. either while Britain was in there or while the British left. <laughs> So, you know, you go and so fuck over a country, leave it a shambles and fuck off. That's basically now what our government are doing. They kind of live here, but are like apart from the society. Um, yeah, but I mean, that that's like exemplified by Dominic Cummings being like, oh, I need to go and get a fucking eye test. Um, but, you yeah. know, I'll test my eyes by driving <laughs> by 30 driving. fucking miles down the road. Um, and looking at a bloody castle. I mean, come on, man! Like <laughs> the sheer fucking testicles. I've got to say, man. I've done that. No, I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, no. But the good, the thing about him is that he, so, like, for someone like Comet, you got. A, I kind of, I don't, you know, don't respect him because he's obviously a senior Tuesday. But um, <laughs> he, uh, you know, that's one for the kids. No, uh, he, uh, he like he knows what the game yeah. is now. So like, uh, we know he's lying he knows he's lying he knows we know he's lying uh and that's great because then what's happening everyone's talking about that bullshit it's like the british version of trump trumpianism mm. um which is obviously always going to be more boring <laughs> and from behind a naff fold out chair table or whatever like the shittest <laughs> table ever in like the history of man kind so let's put out the shittest table ever and sort of say it in all kind of like wink you know, wink w- wink wink kind of language yeah but it's um it's the same thing as Trump talk yeah you talk bullshit and then the people who are in charge so in this case it's obviously like Boris and everyone they just carry on doing whatever so that so for example they've outsourced loads of 
contracts to companies that Cummings worked with for vote leave, plus NHS contracts have been privatized under emergency laws. No one knows about this. So in the US, Trump, yeah, there's the Trump show every day. And then the Republicans crack on with their project, yeah, behind the scenes. And this this is you know, you just sort of think, when's the left yeah. gonna wake up to this? So in this country you got, you know, let's put a knight of the fucking realm in charge who's all polite and talks about it, everything and they're sort of, you know, grown up in inverted commas way. Well we're gonna come um, on to that. Well we've got, got the bong. opinions on that. Um but oh, um, but yeah, but I get I your know. point. I know I had no idea. <laughs> Listener. You've got as much idea as I have. <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know much about Keir Starmer, but I'm certainly not thrilled about him. Um, but no, okay, so what what you're saying, Pete, is that uh, the UK is essentially uh, <laughs> fucked. And, uh, you know, when um, the flu season actually comes around, um, people will realize... <laughs> oh, because everybody's yeah. saying, you know, like the, the common refrain is that, uh, um, you know, COVID you know it's it's not as it's not as bad as the flu not as deadly as the flu it'll be over like the flu you know we Are can people saying that people were saying that um, yeah it's true yeah, and then boris true. johnson was going around shaking people's hands um <laughs> saying like hey, you know I've, i was in a hospital in a covid19 ward shaking people's hands fuck it then ends up in hospital with it and was like oh you know it's really important you know these people that help save my life uh these immigrants in the nhs Nurses. Well, actually, can I just say, I've got a different take on oh, that. Right, those okay. fucking immigrants. <laughs> those fucking immigrants. Uh, they've kept that wreck alive. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Yeah, Luis from Portugal. Go a fucking... Yeah, no, um, good work for keeping this fucking cunt alive. Yeah. Um, very much so. Uh, what, uh, <laughs> what, uh, what, what strikes me as f- uh, inherently British is the attempt to consistently speak with a posh voice and muddle your way through and hope nobody remembers all the things, all the times that you've messed up. That is literally the uh, modus operandi of the government, it seems. I mean, you have people like Mac Hancock, you know, and he's just he, like, and oh, what's his name? Um, Dominic Raab the other day. And this is, yeah. this is the other topic, you know, current, current news <laughs> fairs, a topic that we're going to... Uh, the touch on is the uh, Black Lives Matter protests um, with uh, um, Dominic Raab saying, oh, I don't know where the uh, taking the knee came from. I think it comes from Game <laughs> of Thrones. I mean, and then laughing about it and saying, oh, you know, <laughs> I mean, this is this man is the foreign fucking secretary of the UK, which purports to be a global power that says, oh, you know, Brexit's fine. We'll do it alone. We're great. We're great. Britain. Fuck off, mate. You know, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're so far fucking disengaged from reality. Like, it just, it baffles me that these people keep getting into power. However. Well, that, I mean, the fact that you get into power, if we're honest, has it says something about the British people, for true. example. So the British people, so obviously, uh, let's say, you, you know, you had issues with Corbyn, Corbynism, whatever. People looked to that and twice said, you know what? I'll go go with the like, loose, <laughs> you know, mindless fucking. It's, there is this thing of like, um, you know, C- Cameron was the sort of apiosis of this of like, you know, hands in pockets, loose, like born to rule, don't have to do much. The idiots just keep fucking voting you in. You, you can just you know destroy their well being and they're like you know you know working class consciousness is so. It's, you know, in Britain it's probably the lowest in the world. 
uh, class consciousness, yeah. sorry, is probably like the weakest in uh, you know on the planet kind of thing. And uh, you can see that just in the fact that you know you keep voting for people who are just you know deciding to take apart people's material yeah. existence. And people and people like someone like Rob sees himself as kind of like a yeah you know, Ubermensch. I'm pretty sure of it. Who is kind of better than the rest of the population, like in a Randian mm. sense? Um, and when this crisis was kicking off, and Boris was, you know, uh, in hospital, Rob was in charge, and he looked like a terrified schoolboy. The yeah. same for Hancock, and all these people at that po- at that point. If you just said to them, uh, "Okay, we can get if if you want to take back time and lose the 2019 general election," I'm sure about nine out of ten of them would have said yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't think they didn't obviously know it's going to turn around, and they were like, "Oh my!" And they look like rabbits in the headlight, and these people think they're a cut above the rest of us. Yeah, but I mean, like they're they're very much the kind of people that believe in the divine right of kings. Um, like you know, they've gone to a posh school, they've done PPE, they were lawyers. They're like, "Oh no, I'm clever." You know, it's sort of like it's worse than technocrats because they're like ideal ideological technocrats in the sense that um, there's no like not only are they you know from very wealthy sections of society very privileged sections of society but they've also been like well you know i went to uh, an oxbridge school or i went to a russell university um russell group university and uh you know i've worked in the city obviously i know better than everyone else um but they you know i mean not a single one of them has any real understanding of everyday life and i think that goes both into sort of the way people have dealt with COVID. I mean, this idea that like, oh, well, you know, we should um, we should uh, open up the economy because um, you know we need to we need to keep everybody moving and all this kind of stuff. And it's sort of like, well, going into the idea that the economy ke- needs to keep moving, yes, that's important. It's simply because of the way society is structured. However, you know, the idea that like you, you know this sort of magic money tree idea. So we haven't got money to afford this. We haven't got money to afford that. I mean, you look at the free school meal, um, the extension of the school meals thing through the summer, just this past week. I mean, up until what midday on Tuesday or Wednesday, they were saying, yeah, we're not <laughs> yeah. rolling back. You know, it's not possible, not possible. possible. We haven't got the yeah. money to do it. And then all of a sudden, oh shit, oh, actually we're going to do it. So it's, 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 it's actually quite surprising though, that they even didn't they even considered not doing that because i think the clever thing about you know cummings and boris is that they're not wedded to like the classic like neoliberal ideology anymore and they will do anything to be one popular and two win so someone like let's say if may was in charge now or cameron and osborne there's no way they would have done the furlough scheme for as long as they have yeah so that scheme is pretty impressive and but I mean, but, yeah, but this, this is like a return to Keynesian economics. Um, and surely they are technically clever enough to understand that, you know, you, people need money to spend money to stimulate the economy. However, when you can't actually have people interact with each other, then, you know, <laughs> yeah. you need to find the money to do it. And I mean, okay, you know, you and I both agree that money is fiat. And so it's not real and it doesn't really matter anyway. But just the 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 rhetoric around it is what I find is abhorrent. Mostly, um, is that it's the constantly being told there isn't enough money for this. There's not enough money for this. You know, austerity. Yeah, sure. It's it's you know it was what is needed. However, in light of 
recent events, austerity was clearly not needed. It is, is... but no, of yeah, course. but they're not saying that anymore. Like Boris has been, he, he, I mean, to give them their due, him and Cummings, that they went round the country during the election with this bullshit line. They're going to level up mm. schools, whatever else, you know, in terms and hospitals because they're aware, they are aware of like, look, people yeah. are sick of austerity. And I think they did generally, genuinely believe it in terms of it wasn't just um, lip service. And I think they did plan to do that. And what will be interesting now is that you will have this divide probably in the Tory party. Where, and, I, and I assume like, so I think Sunak is just a kind of, you know, mm. I, mean, I think he just does what's told of him and that's why he's there, not Javid. Yeah, Javid actually um, has opinions. And though. so I think... What, so, so, what, yeah. yeah, so Javid's like an ideologue, and he's uh, and he apparently he wooed his wife by reading Ayn Rand novels to her in bed, right? So that's the level of the kind of people that I mean, that is mental, right? Because it's not. Well, I mean, only those are fucking boring books as well. Yeah, they're they're shy. It's not just the <laughs> ideological side of it. That I don't agree with. They're, they're fucking dross. But so uh, I think that's what's going to be interesting is. Now they've blown all this money. Was not blowing, you know. It's good use of mm. like the furlough stuff, which in a way is just a fucking bailout of corporations, mm. really, just by other means. Yeah. Um. So instead of like the prick who runs Weatherspoon's paying his staff, the government are paying his staff. Yeah. So what will be interesting now is that I think they wanted, they did genuinely want a break of austerity because they realised that that would make them popular and they'd probably they could probably be in power for another ten years. That's what I assumed before this started. Now, though, they're going to have this thing of, like, there's going to be internal pressures of, like, okay, look, we've got a, de- a massive deficit um, and the furlough scheme will end. Will they revert back to type of, like, this has got to be paid for? I don't think they will as far as, like, an Osborne sort of level of, like, that we've got to pay for this. And they and they won't have any pressure from the other side, obviously, from, like, Labour or anything to sort of, you know, cut the deficit and this kind of thing. But it will be interesting if they stick to this thing of, like, chucking money. I think they would have if this never happened, chuck money at schools and the hospitals, yeah? So, you know, not to the level that I would ha- want to. But see, I, I, but I don't reckon they would. The I reckon, like, like, within the Tory party, I think that the idea of privatising the NHS is still deeply, um, you know, erection-inducing yeah, for them. Um, and the same with <laughs> um, with schools as well, you know, like having sort of independent academies and things like that. Um, you know, so what, like, what they still seem to be trying to do is to find a way to maintain this uh, ideology, even in the face of a global pandemic, where the country is quite clear, like, you know, many, many people are losing their jobs. Industry is down the shitter. Um, and, you know, <laughs> and then... And, and, you know, term, by the way. And, but, but then still going <laughs> for Brexit by the end of the year and not having any extension or not even being like, actually, maybe this was a really, really stupid idea. It might be really good to have yeah. like close allies. However, the idea the, the UK is like maintaining this idea that no, no, it's really important. We alienate the people on our doorstep so we can, you know, spend some time with some fucking antipathy and nonsense. I mean, just fucking hell. And <laughs> like, Oh, hey, I want, oh, I want fucking Tim Tams <laughs> more than I want to be able to go to France. Tim Tams at the fucking... So it's basically, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day, like, so you've got a situation where you've got a global, in like, climate collapse, yeah. yeah, and the people in power think, you know what's the best thing to do? Send penguin bars 
thousands of miles. No, no, but this is serious. To a thousand miles to the other side of the planet, they'll send a different, like, f- named, branded penguin bar to fucking Britain. And we'll, they'll send Vegemite, you know, obesity, salt paste. <laughs> we'll send ours back it's to good. It's good. It's tasty, like, obesity, salt paste, though. Yeah, it's great, but like you know, uh, and like I said, it's like Britain, uh, uh, Australia's one good thing about Australia's Vegemite. But it's like fucking hell, what? Like this is the yeah, this is the, the the glorious efficiency of the allocation of resources of capital. Literally sending small jars of salt, you know, yeast-based <laughs> gunge to different kinds of t- corners of the planet when they've already got it there. Yeah, their own product, and it's. Um, yeah the planet's fucked yeah. you know, environmentally it's it's i mean it's terrifying really but um but it's 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 funny yeah, it's, it's funny yeah. in a sort of oh my god i can't yeah exactly so like oh my god i can't believe you're this bad <laughs> at this um and i mean you know some fucking shyster former journalist know nothing moron is in charge and he's like oh you know i'm just gonna bluff my way through this and blah blah blah, blah. it's so funny i mean like I've... but people know but we have to no no but the thing is with that is that we have to we have to accept the fact that people chose that over the sort of yeah slightly terse you know sort of gruffalo cranky old man who but but what you know what we've got to come to terms with and what is strange like there was someone who was like saying that you won't have to fucking pay much to get on the train anymore, right? You won't have to uh, pay for the internet anymore. That's 30 quid a month, the internet. Uh, what was it? And people got, you know what? I'm going to fucking, <laughs> I want to pay for all this shit. I, me- I remember being in a train station like, you know, five years ago uh, when during the 2015 election. And there's a bloke going, yeah, you know, Miller Band, he says he's going to make the trains free. What the heck, what's he going to say next? Yeah, what's he going to offer next? And you're like, you fucking moron! You've just spent fifteen quid for a journey that in Belgium or France cost five quid, and you're going, I don't, oh, I don't want that. He's a fucking idiot. And you're like, put him in power, see if he fucking does it, and see if you get free train travel. If you don't, fucking kick him out, but give it a go, you moron. But this is, this is the problem. It's so ingrained now that people who will materially benefit, they can't, yeah. you know, see beyond the fact that like it's it's even a possibility, and that's what's terrifying. So Boris Johnson, yeah, Boris Johnson, uh, he doesn't, um, what's the word? Doesn't represent Britain at all, but in a in a certain way, like psychologically, I think he sort of does. There's this like you just you know run on the fumes of bullshit. You can blather your way out of something. You don't do the best job. You just get in the office and get the fuck out. <laughs> um, you probably yeah spend your weekends getting pissed up. To some extent, and nothing's too so Everything's a bit of a joke. You know, this is it is a British thing. There is that that's that is part of the British psyche. And he's like the, it's like taken to. The, you know it's, it's extreme logic and people i do think see something in that of like that same old fucking thing of like would you rather spend even having the pint with boris johnson because you know you have you have a fucking laugh because he's a weirdo mentalist i'm not saying i would want to do it but i think there's a thing of like you know people like oh yeah i can have a beer with george w bush rather than al gore um yeah and i think there's that sort of this is the more worrying thing to think about so you know we can sit here going oh, okay well you know he's obviously a prick there's no idea what he's, he's incompetent but but pete like he's still polling roughly around the same as like 
Keir Starmer or whatever, even though Starmer's doing well relatively for like a Labour leader. Plus the Tories are still ahead in the polls. They can kill you through incompetence and they will still be ahead in the polls. And this is still something that like the left, like screeching on the internet or whatever, just have to come to terms with. What is that about? It's a fundamental, um, what's the word? Um, you know, like it's basically just it just shows how badly the left are doing. When when the government that have overseen, I mean, yeah, Britain, I think is like third now or something in like the global yeah. get death total. All the countries around it, you have got America, three hundred fifty million people, whatever. Russia, it's like Brazil, thirty yeah. million people. Brazil. Brazil, 150 million people or something. Britain, it's like 60, 65 million people. It's like third or something now. Oh, yeah, it's like Brazil. Yeah, it's US, Russia, Brazil, yeah. Britain, I think, and Russia. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And, uh, you know, that it, it's, um, yeah, it is quite disturbing. And, but, I mean, and I think, uh, you know, I'm a bit, you know, obviously sort of probably a bit negative on this sort of stuff, but, like, I think 2017 was the... Was was the escape you know, when you're like driving along the motorway and you need a piss, <laughs> and you, there's one yeah, you know, there's a service station. You're like, fuck it, I'll try the next one. I think I can make it. <laughs> that 2017 was like the 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 slip road off out of the you know off the motorway to you know get something <laughs> to eat and away. And you keep going, it's done. Like so, I think we've missed that opportunity. Yeah. 2019 was a clusterfuck that was never going to happen anyway. I think 2017 was like the escape route out of the neoliberalism then neoliberalism come sort of you know dystopian mad max yeah. world yeah you know, or trump trumpianism for the least uh and that you know it's quite disturbing i can't see any way out of that like at, at, over the next like five yeah. years like what we're in now uh like the sort of logical extension of that but, but you know oh, cheer, cheer, cheer. i was gonna say i mean uh i think that that's the fact that it's still going on as badly as it is, I think, is remarkable. I mean, one of the things that I, you know, you sort of touched on it, like the the death rate in the UK, something you know, it's between one hundred and two hundred a day. Still, you know, that is yeah, the yeah. point at which most countries lock down, and the UK is now like, no, 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 let's let's. So yeah, sorry I've been banging up, but I will just say quickly. So what's even more interesting, right, is the infection rate. So the infection rate is something like the official number is like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred thousand. Yeah, sorry, 1,200 to 1,500 a day, right? But that's an underestimate, and it's probably 5,000 a week ago or so. It's 8,000 a day, one to two yeah. weeks ago, yeah? In France, it's like 100 a day, <laughs> yeah? That's a country of the same sort yeah. of population. You know, uh, Italy, it's roughly like 100 or something, you know, 100 new infections a day or so. I don't know what it is in Sweden and stuff, but like, but, you know, so here it was 8,000 two weeks ago, and they opened up. Like they said, oh, you know, if you can go work, if you can't work from home, go out. Like Eight thousand a day. So obviously, you know, per week. I'm not really good at maths. You work it out in your own head zone. You're just like, wow, man, this is quite scary. And um, there's no way when they keep saying this thing of like, oh, we're going to watch and we might do regional lockdown. That is complete yeah. bullshit. And if anyone believes that they will lock down like Yorkshire where it is actually like the R rate is almost certainly above one and stuff. They're in fucking fancy land. So it's now, it's all just moving on. And it's, it, I think the tough thing is, is that like people, because America is there, we still think it's not so bad here. 
because there's always this sort of like you, with, with everything, not just COVID, where you just kind of like can point to America and go, oh, you know, well, it's, it's yeah. not that bad, is it? And I'm sure people in France and Germany and Spain that look to Britain and go, what is Britain then? And you know, go like, oh, well, it's not as bad as there. And that uh, we've got a higher per capita death rate, like per million, than America. People don't, yeah, and people are like, oh, wow, it's so scared. America is insane there. But you're yeah, more likely yeah. to die if you're here than in America. But, I mean, it, but it's, it's also yeah. just like the, the, the willful ignorance of how bad it actually is, I think is like it because it's not just oh we don't know it's the sort of no we sort of know but we don't care <laughs> yeah well no what the good thing is, is that, so this is the thing so there's a will for ignorance of like bourgeois middle-class white people yeah and so they they went to the so we'll obviously touch on like black lives matter stuff, but the, so they decided to oh you know i'll go to i mean i've heard all kinds of things i know people who are hooking up with random people this is before even the lockdown was eased uh, go around around people beaches full of people we all saw the footage of that um so there's a it's a specific section of society that are uh well fucking idiots right and then what you then then in the last couple of weeks there's been a bit of hope because you see another section of society that are kind of i think viscerally aware because also they are part of section society that have been most affected by covid19 and everything fucking else that have come out and said this and you know obviously in reaction to other things is fucked and i'm glad that it's like young people of color that are like you know that, that they are the vanguard in terms of like reacting to all this madness but they'll be seen as like you know troublemakers smashing things up you know just you know protests inverted commas but they're the ones that you like well thank god these people are like reacting like this because it shows me there's some like rationality yeah. out there in the world still because if we just go by like, oh yeah, I live in a nice bit of London and uh, going to barbecue with six people, but it's in a private garden, so no one's going to really know and we won't be questioned about it because, you know, we're just a group of white people hanging out. And it's like, yeah, that's like the norm of like, you know, including people I sort of know and stuff because, you know, a lot of people know <laughs> are sort of, you know, middle class white people. Well, you are from Brighton. And um, yeah, yeah, you know, and. Um, and yeah, it's, and it's depressing. But you know, there is this hope. There's a section of society that offering some hope. Uh, that you know makes you think. Okay, so some people are, and and there's this thing of like, look, you know, for the first time in years, some people have been at home and had time, which is quite a valuable commodity in this day and age. And they've probably been sitting there stewing over certain things, and they've seen events happen in other parts of the world or thought about stuff in this country and they've thought fuck this i'm going yeah. to the protests or whatever um which is you know pretty cool uh, but, but you know that's a big problem whereas the pricks who have filled <laughs> beaches for weeks you know a few weeks easter weekend and stuff they're like oh well fuck it you know they're, yeah they're just red people not even white is it? <laughs> yeah it's red lobster people so it's fine and then some like 20 year old fucking black guys go out and sort of you know, f uh, protesting for their rights. <laughs> They're like democratic, like citizen, the rights of citizens. And it's like, yeah, oh, well, you know, should have sat on the beach yeah. and the barbecue with 20 people. You would have been left alone. Well, I think like, I'd like to go on to Black Lives Matter very briefly. Something I think that will continually carry on talking about for a an extended period of time. However, we have run at almost 40, we are at 40 minutes. 
Uh, where Jesus. we've just read, we should stop maybe we this should now, stop this. Um, uh, well, you know, I mean, also <laughs> interestingly, so uh, um, just you know, as a precursor to our, our follow-up episode from our three-year hi- hiatus. Um, <laughs> Yeah, in 2023. Yeah, we'll look back on the uh, Black Lives Matter process. No, the... now we, we might record it now, and you'll think it's possibly. Two or, or I'm I'm tired and I need fucking idiots. Um, like, oh. But also, um, ah. no. T- Trump is uh, holding a rally today uh, in Tulsa, in Oklahoma, um, made famous for being um, hours from uh, Tulsa. the site of uh, the uh, massacre. Uh, so. many years ago and so uh, was yeah. actually planning on having it on friday but decided to move it to today um so- did you did you see that they have to have sign a waiver <laughs> so there's twenty thousand people get into the stadium yeah that trump's in and to get in there you have to sign a waiver saying that if you get covid and that you can't uh sue the trump campaign don't have to have social distance you have to wear masks that's not the worst part the worst part is that in there's a second stadium down the road where 40,000 people are going to be. Trump won't even be there. <laughs> and they're going to watch him on like a big screen. You know, I mean, and... like, you, you know, when you think of like North Korea and the sort of like yeah. adherence to the dear leader, um, I mean, yeah. he, he's cr- I think creating I the same there. sort of. It's, it's remarkable. I mean, you know, I want that sort of adoration. It's a shame. Uh, well, I heard, so I saw someone, they were reading it on like the Young Turks or something, some stuff from like people on Twitter and stuff. And there was a guy who said, he, if he gets COVID and dies, it is worth it to see Trump in person. Yeah. And, you know, that person is probably got, you know, normal IQ, literate, whatever. It's not, you can't just go, oh, they're thick no. or something. What is going on there? It's a legitimate thing that people think about. It's like, what is happening? And, you know, uh, I, you know, I mean, I have my own theories, but, you know, we won't go into that whatever because uh, Lee wants yeah, another drink. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's <laughs> no, I mean, I think that it's something that we should spend some more time discussing. Um, but also because things are happening currently, like, so the COVID thing has been going on for a few months. The, so, And I think that... What's happening? Sorry, as I was gonna say, what's happening while we're on one we're recording? What you know? Anything yeah, could anything happen. could have happened. I've actually got Twitter uh, up on my alien uh, life forms have been found so, uh, on my oh, wait, Twitter. Like... Sorry, um, so uh, I've been I've nothing, been keeping abreast. There's another Guardian website. Um, however, I think we should end it there. I think basically the conclusion for today. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, tell me, Pete. What are your the conclusions fact. from from today? Keep on trucking. Follow the rainbow. Of the platitudes, don't let the bastards get you down. <laughs> um, keep calm, <laughs> carry on. Um, but yeah, <laughs> just other shit like that. Just, just you know, ain't no mountain high enough. <laughs> if you don't talk, it's even weirder. The connection has gone. Oh, now I can. Really, I can. really bad at the moment. Modern. Uh, technology has has let us down in the final few minutes so i'm just going to let everyone know we're finishing now and so that's been uh another episode of everyday in uni dear we apologize somewhat for the break however don't take that to heart um i hope you've had a an enjoyable time listening to us and i'm sure pete says goodbye as well um 
and we will see you next time with another episode. Have a very good afternoon, evening, or morning, and enjoy listening to our dulcet tones again when we come back eventually. Thank you very much, and goodbye.